This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 212 of Horse Tip Daily, a different horse tip, a different equine topic, a different equestrian expert every day. Horse Tip Daily brings the world of equine knowledge to you one day at a time. This tip is sponsored by Kentucky Performance Products. You can find them at kppusa.com. Enjoy today's tip. Hi, Glenn the Geek back with you from Lexington, Kentucky, and you're listening to Horse Tip Daily. Well, we're back today after having done our first ever live video event on the internet carried by 36 websites around the world. We did the first ever para webathon to raise money for the para equestrian athletes attending the World Equestrian Games this year. And I'm very happy to announce that it was very successful. We didn't have any major hiccups. Uh, we had a couple minor ones, but nothing major, and the phones were ringing all night. We had o- raised over $10,000 now for for the athletes attending, uh, the para-athletes attending the World Equestrian Games. And we thank everybody who participated in that. If you didn't get a chance to watch it, you can go to horseradionetwork.com and follow the link in the middle of the page. And you can go see the recorded version of it, and there's still time to donate. You just go to the website at uspea.org, and you can donate $5, $10, $20, $100, whatever you can afford toward the the para-athletes who are working their way for the first time to the World Equestrian Games this year. So we appreciate everybody's help that helped put this together, all tech. The USPEA, all the athletes that flew in from around the country, we had a terrific time. We actually closed the pub after the uh, we were so, everybody was so happy. We closed the pub after the event on Tuesday night. So it was just fun. It was fun to do. It was fun to help out, and it was uh, really my first time doing video. So uh, you'll get to see me in person if you'd so desire over at horseradionetwork.com. Follow the link for the para webathon. Well, today I have a new expert for you. We are joined by Michelle Bergeron. I met Michelle uh, soon after we started the Horse Radio Network. She actually won a prize uh, for the 2010 radio show and has kept in touch ever since. And it's been a thrill to get to know her and her husband. They've been up here, and, and we've had dinner with them, and we're looking at f- forward to going down to Louisiana to visit them down there. Michelle runs the Right Lead Equestrian Center, and we'll learn more about that when we get to the, today's tip here in a, in a minute or so. But first, I want to tell you about a terrific product from Kentucky Performance Products, and it's one that we have not talked about before. And that product is Equijoule Rice Bran. Gain the inside advantage with Equijoule Rice Bran, the fuel for winners. Equijoule Rice Bran decreases lactic acid levels and lowers heart rate during exercise. It also increases energy levels without adding additional grain, reducing grain overload. It keeps your horses calm and focused on their work by providing high fat, low starch calories, and maintains stamina and decreases recovery time after training and competing. That's Equijoule Rice Bran, and you can find it at kppusa.com. That's Kentucky Performance Products at kppusa.com. Look for Equijoule. Well, hi, Michelle, and welcome to your first Horse Tip Daily. We appreciate you becoming our newest expert. Hey, Glenn. I'm so happy to be in the stable for... uh the Horse Tip Daily Show. I think we're going to have a lot of fun. Yeah, when, and you know, we should tell everybody a little background. You actually are one of one of my biggest fans for the shows. You you yeah. started off, I think, on show number one of Stable Scoop. And well, further than that, uh, I was listening to Talking Equine. Oh my gosh! 
Well, you Way heard back. Helene and I a long time ago. <laughs> Way back. Yeah. That's like, and for those that don't know, Talking Equine was a show that I did when I worked with uh, Bit of Britain. And it was, I think it was the first horse podcast uh so. Two two years ago, or well, now that's more like four oh, or five years ago now. Yeah, four, yeah, long time ago. So, well, we appreciate that. And then you wrote to us, and we've become good friends since then. Mm-hmm. And I thought, well, we got to put you to work because that's what you do with friends. <laughs> so, so yeah, that's what I do. <laughs> that's what all horse people do. It's a thing, right? That's right. So there should be a tip right there. Don't don't agree to anything with your horse friends because it just right. means don't work. Don't be friends with the horse people because right. uh, we we had a group we called the black hole group. Uh, and if you you got sucked into the black hole group, you ended up having to volunteer for all sorts of horse shows and demonstrations. <laughs> That's a good name for it, too. Mm-hmm. It was very appropriate. Well, so tell us a little bit about you and then a little bit about your facility. Uh, well, my name is Michelle Bergeron. I have a boarding training facility in St. Gabriel, Louisiana, which is right just a bit south of Baton Rouge, and St. Gabriel made its big splash in the headlines um, because it's where the temporary morgue was after Hurricane Katrina. So oh, is that right? St. Gabriel, yeah, that's right down from the farm. There's that's, quite a notable thing, huh? Yeah, that's probably where you heard of uh, St. Gabriel from. <laughs> well, and I'll tell you where I've heard of St. Gabriel from. I am a James Lee Burke fan. I have read every one of his books, mm-hmm. and I guarantee he has mentioned St. Gabriel at some point Probably. in one of his books, and he writes the books about Dave Robichaux, the detective down there mm-hmm. in in, uh, in uh, s- s- uh, Iberia. Is it Iberia? New, New Iberia. Iberia. New Iberia. Mm-hmm. Which isn't too mm-hmm. far from you. Not really. Not really. It's just a bit down the road. So, we go over there for 100 paces. So do you like his books? You know, I haven't read any of his books. Oh. Actually, every time I I read anymore, I fall asleep. <laughs> but when when we do our our trips all over, we usually have a book on tape. Yep, yep. And so that will be one that we'll have to. Well, get. you have to read. He has about eighty five of them with the Dave Roba show, and oh it God. it really does give a flavor of what it's like to li- live in Southern Louisiana and Bayou country. And, yeah, it's different from anywhere else. And you really are down there. You're in Cajun country. We are. We are. My husband is is from here, so um, he's probably about as Cajun as as most people would get. Well, I don't know. Does he uh, does he you know fish in the in the in the swamps? Yeah, actually, had all his fishing stuff out last night. And he was <laughs> lamenting because his his brand new box that he had bought to put all his fishing stuff in the the latch was broken. He'd never gotten to use it. And, well, well. There you go. Yep, hunt in the swamp, fish in the swamp. Of course, he's been on the show, uh, on the Stable Scoop show before. He has. He was part of our last horse husband show. Yes. Did you ever listen to it and listen to him trash you? Or uh... I did. Well, I I had lots of calls from relatives. Oh, did you? He doesn't. He doesn't even know how tall you are. (laughs) So I asked him. I said, "How tall am I?" He says, five four. I said. Well, Lord, if you put me on the rack, I, I was going to say you're not five four. I even know that. No, five one. Yeah, I was <laughs> going to say five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, well, he was so, being yeah, generous. He was being kind. Trouble. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was a fun show. It was good to have him on. That was. I love those shows. Those are always good to see uh, the other side. Yes. <laughs> well, let's well let's uh, also tell everybody a little bit about your place. 
my place uh, is in St. Gabriel, and um, we have right about 15 acres, and I have 11 or 12 horses out there right now. We do lessons, and we do boarding, and a little bit of training, and we go to horse shows. What kind um, of riding? Have, uh, eventing, okay. primarily. Um, some of the adults that come back to riding, um, say, after they got out of college and had a family want to come back to riding. Some of them are a little shy to get back into the dumping, just want to do the dressage, and that's okay. Most of them end up watching the rest of us jump, and they just can't stand it, so they start jumping a little bit again, too. And but, you, um, and you have, have a c- couple special horses there from a certain breed, too. I do. I do. I have a Cleveland Bay's. And there's only 700 purebreds in the world, so we are very much dealing with a rare breed. Um, we also have, I don't own customers, have a, an English Shire in there, not terribly common in this area. Um, a lot of thoroughbreds, you know, we get a lot of horses off the track, mm-hmm. um, border horses. We got a little bit of everything, miniature pony. Um, we We go... All over to compete. We do breed demonstrations. Um, well, the really Cleveland Bay's actually, we, we you know we've talked about this personally before, mm-hmm. but uh, we mm-hmm. were one of the very few that had a Cleveland Bay mm-hmm. uh, way way back and enjoyed that horses. It's one of the first horses I ever rode was a Cleveland Bay. Okay. Very good. Yeah, they're they're an interesting. Great breed. for driving too, because yep. I know you drive. Yep, that's right. Yep. Yep, I never drove that one. I rode that one, but uh, never drove mm-hmm. that one. That we had that horse for a long time. I think that's the only thing my mare has not done is drive. And you belong She's to the Cle- Cleveland Bay. Is, there, is it the Cleveland Bay Association? Is that? It's the Cleveland Bay Horse Society of North America. Okay. So if people want to look it up, they can, uh, they can probably go to their website and take right. a look. Right. And, in fact, I think Ricky probably has a link on our page. If not, you can just look up cbhsna.org um, or just Cleveland Bay, and that will take you right to the right to the site or you can email me directly i'm on the board and i can send you all kinds of good stuff and were you a pony clubber i was not we did not have a pony club in our area when i was growing up right before i left for college they started a pony club okay (laughs) well you work with the pony club down there though don't you with your farm yep yeah i i was co-founder of the cannery and cajuns many years ago back in the 90s and um, they have since split into several other pony clubs in the area. And I do stuff occasionally with them. I was um, TD at the eventing rally in March, this past March. Um, so I've still got my fingers in the pie with the pony club a little bit. Well, good. Well, good. And I, we appreciate that. And, we're, of course, we're big supporters of the sure. uh, pony club here at the Horse Radio Network. Right, right. All right. Well, I think we probably should get to your first tip. I think so. I think so. We'll do a short one since we've chatted for a while. Okay. <laughs> so um, I know lots of us uh, have little four-legged hairy termites hanging around the barn. Uh, it happens for all kinds of reasons. You know, maybe your horse is in because he's had an injury or the weather's bad for an extended period of time or maybe you're in a drought situation like we are right now and your grass is not doing so great and they have this urge to chew and to eat and they get bored and they get frustrated so they take it out on your fence or your stall and i want to clarify for everybody who's going what is she talking about you're really talking about your horse uh, uh cribbing and bu- chewing 
Right. Okay. Right. Chewing on <laughs> chewing on the wood. She's right. not talking about right. actually right. hairy termites, which. No, 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 no. I, I just I, I wanted to make sure that to. half the uh, people listening weren't uh, googling hairy termites right now. So. Right. No, please don't. There's no telling what they'll come up with. So you know, you've seen the stuff. You can paint on your fence. You can buy it by right. the gallon. You can spray it. Chew no more really and a couple expensive. of others. Yeah. Yeah, it's really expensive and it's a pain to have to put on. So I just carry a bar of soap in my pocket, especially in the winter when I have lots of pockets. You find the cheapest, smelliest deodorant soap in the store, and you buy it. Okay. And you rub it on the fence, and they will not be interested in chewing it. Really? Yeah. Soap? Soap. Now, every time it rains, you have to add more, right? Right. And your, your pasture is full of bubbles, but... Beside yeah, that, not so much. Yeah, usually <laughs> I have one um, right now who's who's new and he's a little frustrated with what's going on and he wants to go out and hang out with the others and he needs to spend a little time in quarantine and um, he chews on the fence and I was rubbing soap on the fence the other day. I said I've got the perfect tip <laughs> and he'll he'll he quits. I mean it smells bad. You wouldn't want to eat soap. That's what people do to to punish their children is. It's open their mouth. And you know, after enough time, you have a really clean fence. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> I have never heard of using soap, actually. I had never heard of this. Uh, one of my adult riders who has a farm in New Orleans, and they have very, very, very limited turnout and pretty much no grass. And she said this is, is what she uses, her solution. I thought she was just full of it. So I took a bar of soap from home and rubbed it on the fence. Next time somebody started chewing on it, and uh, now this is not going to stop a cribber, you know, who has an endorphin rush right. from chewing on the fence. But if somebody's just nibbling out of frustration or boredom, this will slow them down. Well, cool. Well, that's a great tip. I never, I never heard of that. And I'm definitely going to use that title, for Four-Legged Hairy, uh, oh, good. hairy termites. <laughs> termites. I think that's a great title. <laughs> I'll get people listening. <laughs> uh, well, it'll make them interested for sure. I don't know if they'll listen, but they'll, they'll show up and find out what that is. Well, we're going to have you back with more great hairy tips. Um, <laughs> could you let everybody know what your website address is? My website is www.rightlead.com. And you are down near... You're in St. Gabriel, Louisiana, which is near Baton Rouge. Yep, the house is in Baton Rouge, and the farm is six miles across the uh, parish line right there in St. Gabriel. Well, you know, 45 minutes from New Orleans. My real last name is very, very French and uh, mm-hmm. very Canadian French, actually, Canuck. Mm-hmm. And it, it, uh, you have a ton of them down there. We a do. bear in, in Louisiana. Bear. There's not so many in Kentucky, but a lot of them in Louisiana. There's a ton of them here. I know yeah. several A bears. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, Michelle, and we'll have you back again thank soon. You. Sounds great. Well, we thank Michelle, my friend Michelle, for joining us here. We appreciate her being on. Love her and Rick. And uh, it sounds like they're going to be coming up and staying with us during the World Equestrian Games, too. And we're looking forward to that. And I hope to get down there to Louisiana, down to Cajun country, and eat some good food and visit them very soon. Well, you can drop me an email by going to or doing it at Glenn with two N's at horseradionetwork.com. 
And also, don't forget, subscribe to the shows through iTunes or Zoom. You can do that right off of the website. And don't forget all the other great shows on the Horse Radio Network at horseradionetwork.com. We have eight of them now. If you haven't checked out any of the other shows, please stop over there and do so. And I'll be back again tomorrow with another new expert and a different horse tip. Until then, stay safe, everyone. <laughs>